When we hold on to grievance and pain from the past, we keep ourselves from being able to really move into our fullest expression of self. We need to practice forgiveness from the soul recovery perspective, dissipating the energy and releasing the past for good. If you're interested in this profound transformation, I invite you to join me in Colorado the weekend of June 8th and 9th to have an incredible experience with others on this same soul recovery journey. Two full days of immersion in the soul recovery process where you will indeed leave transformed. You will be able to truly let go of these old pains and step into a new way of being. Check out the show notes for a coupon code and how to register. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started RecoverYourSoul.net after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery and help others to transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions with me, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, Subscribe and receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. I know that together we can do the work that will recover your soul. For our last season two replay, to wrap up the season, we're coming around full circle to my first ever episode recorded for Recover Your Soul almost a year and a half or more ago in the beginning of 2020. And it's so interesting to think about how I was sitting in my closet because that was the most soundproof place that I had recording on my voice memo on my phone and just sharing my heart, just sharing my dreams and my recovery story and the interest that I had in creating this community And I just feel so incredibly blessed and profoundly grateful to each and every one of you who have come into this community with me, that have come in to be part of this journey that we are all working to transform ourselves, to learn, to grow, to heal, to have soul recovery. I had no idea sitting in that space the first time how amazing this journey would be and how lucky I would be to be on it with you. So I hope you'll enjoy coming full circle, listening to the first ever episode. And I cannot wait to see what's coming in season three. And I can't wait to continue to grow our community and for us all to continue to recover our souls. Until next time, namaste. Hello and welcome to Recover Your Soul. I am the creator, Rachel Harrison, and I'm really excited to be starting this podcast This is my first episode, and I just wanted to start with a little bit about why this was created. Recover Your Soul is about recovery, spirituality, life, positive psychology, and I offer coaching. I have been 
without alcohol for over two years. February 8th is my actual recovery date. So about two and a half years now, but I've been on this spiritual journey to do spiritual recovery for a long time. The truth is I started being aware of my addiction to alcohol. Oh gosh, pretty substantially about 15 years ago. And it has been a journey of finally getting to this place today where I am completely free and clear of the obsession and craving that comes from from drinking. But more than that, I have found that this path to spiritual recovery is really the answer to a new freedom that I've found in the last couple of years. And because of the things that have happened to me and the amazing voices that I've heard, I have this pull and desire to also be of service and share some level of story and hopefully some hope for people out there who might be struggling with their own addictions, whatever those addictions may be. Some of us have addictions of shopping or sex or control or the internet or our phones or food or sugar or alcohol, gaming, the list goes on and on. And so the truth is, if you really think about it, each and every one of us is struggling with an addiction. One of the things that I've discovered in this journey is that the greatest hurt comes from the desire to control what is around us to ease our pain. And because I've been doing this work and realizing that there is a solution, having come out the other side for myself from being in extreme pain, that I want to be able to offer some hope, some level of hope and knowledge that whatever pain you're in now, wherever you're at, there is a level of being on the other side. I remember that when I started going to the rooms of 12-step recovery, uh, there was somebody who was hurting in my life and I was trying to, you know, get them to come get on the train with me. And there was another woman who said, you know, there is a solution if they're willing to come and find it. And that has rung in my head as being true for such, such, such a long time. That there is a solution, but we have to be the ones that want to come to it and find it. I am no expert. I do not know any better than anybody else. I have no degrees in the world of whatever it is. But I do believe that that just the amount of energy that goes into recovery is important and special to all of us. One of the reasons why this podcast and my website, which offers a blog, has been important to me, there's been this drive somewhere from my higher power to share. And I'm not entirely sure where it's going to go or what it's about, but I'm trying to listen I'm trying to listen to that small inner voice that offers me some level of encouragement and direction. So my story about where this is coming from, there's lots of stories. You're going to hear lots of stories. But for right now, let me just say that when I walked into the rooms of 12-step recovery, the first time was about 10 years ago. 
And I was really in a place of a lot of pain and learning to listen to the people in the rooms was the first step that I had in really learning to listen. I had spent so much of my time thinking that I was a good listener, but the truth is I was really creating what I was going to say next or how that pertained to me or how I thought that would affect somebody else instead of really taking in what I was hearing. But the truth was that I wasn't ready yet. So after three and a half years of continuous sobriety and doing a lot of 12-step recovery work, I stepped back out thinking that I was not an alcoholic, that I could, that I could handle it. And that is not how that turned out for me. But if we just fast forward, there'll be plenty of time to go over those stories in the future. But if I fast forward to this time of recovery, it was about a year into recovery that I discovered podcasts. The rooms of 12 Step were offering me so much hope, so much grace tools that I was willing to listen to, steps that were giving me a place to calm my mind, to find solace, to follow so that I could start on this journey of coming out of a time and of really deep suffering and unmanageability. But I had this opportunity through a job change, which again, lots of stories that will be to come to be in a situation where I could do a task, uh, simple work tasks, and be listening. And so I started by listening to 12-step speaker meetings, which are phenomenal in the ability to hear where someone was, what it was like, how they got to where the recovery and what it's like now. And you find that when you listen to these stories that you can really feel a connection that you realize that you're not the only one who has had these kinds of troubles and these kinds of hurts. You start to realize that you're not the only one who struggled with whatever it is that you're struggling with. And that feeling of not being alone for some of us is something that we've never experienced before. It's the first time that we've even recognized that somebody else out in the world is feeling the same way we do. And that isolation, that pain somehow lessens in the knowledge that somebody else has felt the same way and is now on a different path. So I started by listening to those speaker meetings and then technology today was able to start listening to podcasts. And I found podcasts about positive psychology, about recovery, about spirituality, about being a woman, about being a mother. I listened to everything from Oprah to small podcasts to NPR to anything that I could find, hours and hours I could listen to, Gratefully, I was able in this time in my life to have about six hours a day where I could have these words in my ears. And something changed for me. Something radical happened for me in those hours that I was able to stop letting my mind turn and turn and turn and just listen 
and just be quiet and hear. And I would be doing my work and then some little light bulb moment, some phrase, some sentence would just strike my heart. And I would have my little notepad and I would write it down to put it in there in my mind to remember. And a loosening happened in my heart and in my soul that started this path to healing. I am not enlightened. And so I really am still continuing to work on this journey. And as I do these things, as I say these things, I'm not only saying them to you, but I'm reminding myself of this journey and how it all comes together. There is a solution, as my friend said, but we have to be willing and desiring to do the work to make that solution happen. There are opportunities to grow and to see the world around us as teachers and to come out the other side, but we have to be the ones that are willing to do the learning, the growing. I'd say my greatest tool in learning is really the observation and the awareness that the only control that we have, the powerlessness that we feel, is actually a gift. That we are powerless over the world around us. I am powerless over alcohol, but more than that, I am powerless over the reactions and the people in my life and in the world and how they walk the earth. I am powerless over that. And my desire to control and make that be different was painful for me. And so I have a new path and a new journey that is my solution of learning to just work on me. To just concentrate on what is mine to learn. What is mine to do? How can I see things differently? How can I be of service? How can I heal? Those are the things that I want for myself. And through that, there is a great opening that happens in the world around me. So it was about a year and a half ago that this all happened and this little nudge came to try to be a voice in it. And yet, seeds can sometimes grow slowly. And that's just fine. That's just fine. So it has been this exciting and kind of fun journey for me to allow that seed to be gestating and coming up out of the soil and starting to have its little stock see the sun. I started the website uh, in January and started with blogs. And it's been fun to reach out to people and to sort of share the stories of what's going on for me and to have people come back and say that was helpful for me. But more than that, it has been my own ability to take a look at myself and continue to breathe into life that shows up. I'm beyond grateful to have this time without drinking as being a part of my life. But I've got other things that I'm constantly looking at. 
when life gets hard, how often do we want to just veg out on Netflix? How often do we want to just eat, a, for me, um, a big bowl of ice cream and just feel something different for a minute? So my hope is that through this journey that Spirit is leading me to, to talk about recovery, to talk about spirituality, just to talk about life, positive psychology, to offer coaching, will allow somewhere a voice for someone who wants a solution, who wants to find peace. Today, my life is vastly different than it was even a few years ago. I've always been a very spiritual person. I was actually raised as a hippie child in New Mexico. My parents were Buddhists. If you had asked me all those years ago, I would always say that I was a deeply spiritual person. I now believe in a power greater than myself, my own higher power. And for each of you, that is your own decision of what that is. I am so blessed to be in a world where I get to make a decision of what that is for me. And I feel is absolutely essential when you want to have that rock of hope and of faith that that is of your own understanding. So please know I am never telling you what that higher power is, what that spirituality is. If I say God or spirit, that is for you to decide what that is for you. But I struggled with pain and I struggled with anxiety. And in the end, I struggled with addiction. And one of my greatest addictions was the desire to change what was around me. Now, there's a couple schools of thought. It's interesting being in both Alcoholics Anonymous and Al-Anon, but it's important to know that there are different recovery groups that sort of hit different genres. I have found that really the, the Al-Anon group, which is really having people and a life that feels out of control and how we become sick in trying to fix it and change it, is probably the biggest issue in my life. I don't have a large ego. I don't have a big personality when I'm healthy that wants the world to be a certain way. But I have an incredible discomfort around other people being unhappy and not being able to fix it. It's absolutely excruciating for me at times to see pain, see my children, see my husband, see my parents, see my friends, see my coworkers struggling and not want to offer something that I think is going to make it better. And what I've learned over the years is that sometimes they're asking for advice. Sometimes they're asking for an ear. Sometimes they're asking for some insight. And maybe I have something to offer. Maybe another friend has something to offer. Maybe there's something that somebody can say, just like listening to this podcast for me was a beacon of light of change, little light bulb moments that make change. But that's very different than feeling like it is my absolute responsibility to be 
helping, to be offering advice, to be telling somebody what they ought to be doing, because I think I know how it could be better. And those small changes in how I see it have made the biggest difference for me because I realized I was pushing, pushing, pushing my agenda, what I thought I was right, what I thought would be helpful, how I thought I could fix the situation into all these areas of my life. And it was causing me and the people around me great discomfort. So today, there's a lot that's changed for me. I'm a lot quieter. I'm a lot more reflective. I try not to offer my advice unless it's been asked for. I try not to hold on to the outcome. And it's a daily journey. It's a daily journey to not try to take it back. But somewhere in it, healing has happened in my life. And you'll hear more stories as we go along about my husband and my kids. But I have a relationship with my husband of 28 years now that is new, that is better that it's been in a long, long, long time. I feel as I am a healthy co-worker, I think I'm a healthier friend. I think I'm a healthier parent. And for me, I'm healthier with myself. I have more capacity to be in the discomfort and just let it ride through me and not have it completely overwhelm me like it had in the past. There's a whole journey that I'm excited to share. It's about recovery, spirituality, life, positive psychology, its stream of thought. So it's really what comes to my mind. But I want to share it and I want you to share with me your journey of recovery. Because recovery is really recovery from our heart recovery from the hurt, recovery from the darkness that we all feel. We are unique individuals, and yet we suffer together. And the only healing that can really come is when we decide that we want to heal ourselves and we're willing to do that work. And through that, there can be real beauty and peace and grace and happiness. And I look forward to sharing that journey with you. Thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to more time with you. The dark night, it comes again Whispering, it is my friend So easy to be in despair Take it day by day 
Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, and there you can find out more about me, book your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates, listen to some of my music. I have some originals and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the Recover Your Soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference and you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also by following, subscribing, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the recover your soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are, share where you're from, share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time, namaste.
The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.